If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're going to talk about empowerment, and uh, it's a big topic. Uh, stick with us, and we'll uh, you'll uh, you'll find out how deep we get into that. Connect with us on braveheartsforkids.org and braveheartsradio.org, where you can find all the past episodes in the show link section. And you can also donate now if you like the work that we're doing and would like to help us continue to do this. Today I have uh, as my guests, uh, Brianne Grealish and uh, Scott Peters. Brianne is the founder of The Fingerless Kitchen, and Scott is a co-founder of Ank Gear. Uh, you can look them up at uh, thefingerlesskitchen.com, uh, and uh, that's uh, the, the words, thefingerlesskitchen.com, and ankgear.com, that's A-N-K-H-G-E-A-R.com. That's the, uh, the connections there. If you want to get in touch with me, it's mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. You know, a few years ago, I did uh, something, I found that... Uh, in our in our world, it seems like um, there's so much that divides people, and uh, I, it, it occurred to me that as, as as divisive as things can be in our world, um, we all like to eat each other's food. So I, I came up with the idea of I call it the cooking show, and and we we had planned and we we did some video with it. I, I prepared some recipes and recorded some things, you know, some some uh, special fun things that I like to make. Uh, but I, I really believe that you know there's something about uh, food bringing people together. It's one of the things that we share. We all like to eat each other's food. And I, I will joke about that sometimes, and how I speak so many different languages, but almost everything I speak in other languages, food, you know, stroganoff, lasagna, chow mein, any, all of that kind of stuff. So um, when we were talking uh, before we, uh, uh, you know, before we uh, set up this uh, episode of Bravehearts Radio, we were talking uh, really about um, food as a connector. Uh, do you remember that and uh, and 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 how that how what that was as part of the conversation? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Brian. Yeah, food is absolutely a connector, and it connects all of us around the world. I mean, everybody has to eat, but there's something deeper than just having to eat. It's the creation of the food that you make for other people that you share, and that you come together around a table in around the kitchen and share moments and conversations and build relationships. It just, there's more than just eating when it comes to food. And, and you grew up in a big family, right? Yes. I was one of 10 kids. I think, I think even by, by uh, my, my grandparents standards, that would be a big family. You know? <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, Tell me about how you, um, you you got started with the idea of the fingerless kitchen. 
it's a it's a roller coaster ride, I guess. You know, it's the ups and downs and the ins and outs of all of it. But the idea for the fingerless kitchen came back when I was working in social work. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, my parents always taught me when you live in this world, you help. You are a helper. You help others that are in need because someday they might have to help you, right? You know, it's the the, the give and take. The the. <laughs> um, so I went into social work thinking that that's what I needed to do to help my community. Yeah. And I've been cooking since I was eight. My father taught me how to cook. Well, taught me, he showed me how I had to learn myself because I only have one finger on each hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I grew up, I started noticing that there wasn't anything out there for people with disabilities in cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, all the cookbooks were geared to just a, a typical person. They didn't talk about how to do adaptations and what it means to be disabled in in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's just it was a big kind of empty space. So when I was in social work, this is a while ago, I thought that maybe I'd start a cookbook and call it the Fingerless Kitchen. And I gave up on that. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was too much. Like I didn't think I was the right person to do it. It was all those questions of you know, who am I? Who am I to write this cookbook? Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, this professional. Um, who's going to read it? Is there enough people with disabilities out there who really want to know how to cook? And I put it aside, put it in a drawer and forgot about it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I literally tucked it away. And then when I was finishing up social work, I kind of, I was burnt out. I was yeah. absolutely burnt out beyond belief. And I decided to start a catering company and that didn't quite work out. I wasn't there yet. Right. I was, something was coming and then the fingerless kitchen, I was like, you know what? I need to go back to that idea I had a long time ago Yeah. and take the fingerless kitchen and start making videos, meeting with chefs um, and showing my hands to people and showing them how I'm doing things with only two fingers in the kitchen. Yeah. And, uh, be to represent to represent people with disabilities and say hey you could do this too yeah, yeah that's uh, so so what what you're really talking about is empowerment absolutely yeah absolutely it's, it's not like I can't do this it's like I can do this and and as a as a uh, uh, the way you grew up in your social work background your family background said hey, it's our responsibility to help us it's kind of kind of put it and pull it out of the drawer and said you know this is my destiny Oh, absolutely. I totally feel that it was. When I finally decided that to embrace the idea, it was it was this light bulb moment going, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is mm-hmm. what I've been waiting for my whole life. You know, having two parents as psychologists, being one of 10 adopted children and having different abilities and different races in my family, being in social work and having my disability in the community, all of my life kind of came like funneled down into this this idea to push forward and how has the uh how how has the uh the cooking and, and the uh, do you, you also do a show right i've seen i have video. it's been, of yeah. course been on break for a little while since uh-huh. you know we're, yeah. we're having some interesting times oh my goodness yeah <laughs> so i was going into uh restaurants to meet with chefs mm-hmm and taping up their hands so that they only could work with their pinkies like my to, to mimic my disability. Yeah. 
And so the idea was, it's fun for me, but it's also to open up those chefs' minds to show them what they can do, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of seeing your limitation and seizing the opportunity, right? It's taking limitation, turning it into an opportunity. Yeah. Um, so again, it's part of empowerment, right? Yeah. Well, I, you know, in the, the video, and I, uh, this is on the, uh, uh, the website, the fingerlesskitchen.com. Uh, the video that I've seen, uh, it, it, there's some uh, some people that are uh, they're they're doing chef work. They're they're uh, you know preparing food, and uh, the the look the the look is is one of uh, of joy and excitement uh, that they have. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's kind of like um, uh, you're 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 uh, you, I would have put it like waving a wand that says, uh, "Yes, you can." It, it it's it's really cool and this whole idea came from when a teacher helped students in my class to understand what life was like as me mm-hmm. and so she taped up their hands mm-hmm. and they did stuff with their pinkies so I thought when you go to a chef they really believe you need your hands to cook mm-hmm. you need your fingers to cook like you can't do it without them and then here I come saying guess what I'm going to show you can, and you can adapt really fast, right? Yeah, yeah. And the challenges don't take very long. They're, in essence, just maybe like a minute or, you know, or less, sometimes a little longer. And before those cameras roll, they're really nervous because they don't know what they're going to do. And I start to tape them up, and you can see that they're a little little stressed. (laughs) But then they get into it, and they start to realize that they can absolutely do it. It may yeah. be a little tricky. Mm-hmm. They may have to think of a different way to try something. Yeah. But in the end, they're, they're successful in some manner. And that's well, only their first try. So you can imagine if they did it all the time, they do really well. You ever, you ever do something like an Iron Chef kind of, kind of competition where they, you, know, you, you tape everybody up and say, okay, now... Today's uh, special ingredient is um, you know, pomegranates or something like that. <laughs> so now, now figure it out. You know. I think I think that would be hysterical. I mean, it would be great for me, and I think it's a really great lesson for the chefs and for everybody watching. Yeah. Um, because it really is those limitations to opportunities. Yeah. It's finding where what you can't do, and then seeing everything else that you can. Well, yeah, what a what a great way of looking at it because um, you know it, it's it's uh, how is it uh, actually it's a it's a it's a car commercial right now that's on uh, and uh, it's Matthew McConaughey in in his, his voice and he's saying uh, uh, finding out who you are is hard uh, mm-hmm. eliminate who you are not first you're going to find yourself where you need to be. And I thought, damn, that's really, I mean, that's, that's a car commercial. That's a powerful <laughs> car commercial. <laughs> it's like, I think I'm going to go find myself a Lincoln, you know. Uh, <laughs> but because that's, that's, you know, when you, when you find out what you, in, eliminate the things that you, you can't do, uh, mm-hmm. it, you'll find the things you can. And, the, and there's a lot, of the, a lot of reasons that you, a lot more reasons that you can accomplish something than you are, than you would fail in the attempt. Uh, Does does that sound about right? Absolutely. And it's, well, because it's always our mindset, right? Our mindset sees all the can'ts Mm -hmm. instead of what you can do. 
And it's taking these little things and and overcoming something, sometimes something small, right? Something small to that you can overcome or you can accomplish easier. Yeah. um, That just kind of opens things up, right? You know, like, oh, oh, I got that. I can do, you know, like, now what else can I do? And that's what's amazing about these chefs, the shows I do with the chefs is that at the end, and sometimes they say it when I turn off the cameras, is they say, what can I do now? What else can I do like this? Yeah. And that's, that's they figured it out. In a short period of time, they go from, I don't know if I can do this, to now the sky's the limit. Like, yeah. oh, let me try, let me try this, or yeah. let me try this knife, or let's, you know, let's let's explore this and yeah, you're you're uh, you're you're oh. priming priming the pump, uh, you know, getting it, it's uh it, it's maybe one uh one way of looking at it with getting getting it started where they say uh, I, I can't do anything, and uh, now you know I can do that. Maybe I can do the next thing. Maybe I could do the one after that. Right. Mm-hmm. One thing at a time. I love it. You know, that's empowerment. So, uh, hey, uh, Scott, we're uh, we're we're not uh, we're not ignoring you here. Uh, you, you know, very patiently uh, uh, hanging with us here, uh, Scott. Uh, you know, the uh, a co-founder of Ank Gear. Um, I, what I, what I want, it's A N K H G E A R. Now, the first thing I want to do is is get into the name. When we come back from the break, uh, I'm going to get to get with Scott and talk about. Uh, Anchor gear and uh, uh, you know how how the idea that there's a better way uh, came about. Uh, stick with us. We will be back on Bravehearts Radio with uh, Brianne Grealish and Scott Peters. Uh, and uh, uh, be with us. Uh, yeah, stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of sixty seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. 
His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Uh, today, we're talking about empowerment, a uh, big topic. Uh, we have uh, Brianne Grealish and uh, Scott Peters. Uh, Brianne is the founder of the Fingerless Kitchen. Uh, Scott is co-founder of Ank Gear, and uh, Ank Gear, uh, A N K H G E A R. Uh, the first the first question I, I, I think everybody's going to have is, how'd you come up with that name? <laughs> yeah, Brian, uh, thanks so much. Uh, so Ank is is actually uh, an ancient symbol for life. And, uh, you know, we, we are really focused on offering products that can change your life. Yeah. And, and gear is just, it really represents the technology that we put into our products that, that differentiates our products and changes lives. Okay. So, so, that, yeah. so it's this combination of, you know, it's, it's the gear for your life. And, and I think we are, are focused on developing uh, gear, clothing and whatnot that, that is, um, you know that, that focuses on universal design and has some unique technologies that can that can be, uh, you know, that can help people uh, just a little bit to to live a better life. So. Yeah. So A N K H. A-N-K-H, uh, you know, there's something in my in my uh, in my memory bank here says uh, that, that that's an Egyptian symbol. You're exactly right. Is that right? Okay. So wow. Okay. Do you remember? I'm your lifeline for cash cab. Yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did not Google that, folks. Uh, that's um, uh, so. Uh, so I, I had uh, in in the notes from when we uh, when we talked before, um, Scott. I, I had a, a, a story about you, you told a story about your uncle Dave. Yeah, uh, and, and that's an inspiration for uh, for the company. Is is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's really where it all started. You know, quite a few years ago. Um, you know, we, we you know, there's there's three of us that, that started the company, um, myself and uh, my mom, who's an occupational therapist, uh, Nancy, and then and then Dave, a, a close family friend who's a who's a designer, uh, mechanical designer, and so the three of us, you know, kind of really came together uh, to help my uncle Dave. So my uncle Dave, uh-huh. my mom's brother, uh, you know, he he's also my godfather and you know very close. Was my swim coach for a lot of years and. Uh, so grew up knowing him very well, and and uh, you know he has a myotonic dystrophy. So he was diagnosed with myotonic dystrophy in his twenties, uh, and you know, and it's it's my aunt also had it, my mom's sister also had it, and so it's it's been in our family, and so he's had it, you know, for much of his life. And in the you know myotonic dystrophy, really, what what happens is you start to lose dexterity in your extremities. So as he aged, is as he's aged, you know, over the years, he's you know, he started to uh, lose his ability, you know, to, to use his fingers to grab and, you know, for example, do buttons and that became harder and harder. And then to do zippers became harder. And, you know, and so, it, you know, he's had to adapt throughout his life with different techniques and he's had to learn new techniques. And my mom, as an occupational therapist, has always worked with him, of, you know, okay, how do we adapt, you know, your way of living to, to try new, um, new utensils or new methods or new, you know, new techniques to, to help, help him get along. And, and, so it's, you know, it's almost like a forced change. Many people throughout their lives get in the habit and the same way of doing things. And for him, he's had to constantly evolve. Um, and so at, at one point, a number of years ago, he had gotten to the point where he couldn't really do zippers anymore. The, the inserting, starting a zipper is inserting the pin in the box. So starting a zipper was, 
that that little act of just pushing the one side into the into the other side and then pulling up the slider uh-huh. although you know we all many of us do it every day and don't think about it you know for him it it was he couldn't do it anymore and um, it was very challenging and so you know he'd go out and we you know I grew up in Buffalo New York the outside of Buffalo and winters are a little bit chilly there and so he'd go out in the winter and you know wouldn't have a zip code and, and it would you know it was pretty cold out so you know, I, I was an engineer myself, and and uh, I'm the type of person that uh, loves a good challenge and never says no. And so, I think my mom had came to me, and we were we were talking about the challenges my uncle was facing, and you know, his inability to to start the zipper. And I think we we started to say, there's a better way. There's got to be a better way. And uh-huh. we you know came up with the idea of using magnets to help that starting process occur so that he could zip the jacket up. And so the three of us uh, developed um, what is called MagZip, which is the magnetic zipper, um, you know, originally developed under DNS Designs and, you know, commercially launched a number of years ago uh, with a lot of, you know, with a, with a number of brands. And, and just recently, um, this past year, we launched uh, Ankier because I think we see an opportunity to put the zipper and other technologies into gear Mm-hmm. Uh, continue to help people like my uncle Dave and and others out there uh, just make life a little bit easier with just a small little change like putting a better zipper in place. So, so it's it's still a zipper. So it is a zipper. Yep. So what we developed is a zipper in the in the ink year. What we're offering is we have sweatshirts today. Mm-hmm. So we have you know we started with our first uh, product line this year, which is we've got a lightweight and a heavyweight hoodie um, for adults, and then we have uh, kids hoodies. And uh, the hoodies have the mag zip in it. So they have mm-hmm. the magnetic zipper in there. So now you can take and put on these sweatshirts and, you know, with one hand, you could zip it up or, you know, with, with two hands, it makes it easy for people with, you know, arthritis or mm-hmm. you know, dystrophy or other um, challenges. Uh, you know, so it, it makes it a little bit easier for them to operate, operate the zipper and, and use the sweatshirt. Yeah, you know, you mentioned it's one of those things that we tend to take for granted. Uh, you know the 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 uh, uh, the opposite of appreciation is to take something for granted. You know we we uh, uh, we we don't appreciate that. You know you know you know for most of us for most of our lives, you know operating that zipper is kind of a simple thing. I've always had a little bit of trouble recently with the with the smaller ones. You know that I'll have to bring bring it, bring it up to you know bring it up bring it in close to get it started. Uh, so I, I I tend to like the uh, the, the larger uh, the, the larger format zippers, and so the magnet holds it together so that uh, so that you can start it, and don't have to make that that initial uh, uh, slot connection. Uh, that's exactly right. You know, I yeah. think that's what we identified is when you look at the zipper. You know, pulling the zipper up once it's started is is not that bad. You know, mm-hmm. that, that you can do. You know, put a big hook on it or a big loop or a big mm-hmm. pull. You can you can do that up and down. It's the biggest challenge with the separating zipper was the simple act of inserting the pin in the box. That's the yeah. only thing that really prevented my uncle Dave and many others from, from, so, so we, we wanted to solve that one piece of it. And so we, you know, really made that better di- zipper design and, and, you know, just that simple act made it so that, you know, my uncle could, could use jackets and, and, you know, and, and ultimately I think you talk about taking design for granted. And I think what we look at is how do we, um, how do we think holistically about design? A product mm-hmm. so that that you can take into account you know everybody and and truly you know truly think about universal design in a way that let's design a better zipper that that really is easier for everybody to use and doesn't create you know 
it's okay for some people, but it creates many challenges on the other end. And, and so that's, that's, I think, a big part of our vision is, is if you really take the time to think about design and, and you know, innovate a little bit, um, that you can come up with a better solution. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like something that could be a superior to the uh, uh, the, the slot in the box uh, combination zipper uh, m- might wind up in, uh, in in a in a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, zipper situations. Yeah, that, and that's that's part of our our hope too that it becomes kind of universally accepted, you know, both through the Anki mm-hmm. brand and then and then obviously through other brands as well. But you know, we'd like to see it everywhere because again. The more that it's on just standard, uh, you know, standard clothing, and, and the more that it's used by everybody, the more that it makes, um, you know, sweatshirts and jackets yeah. and, and other products kind of easily uh, usable by by everyone out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, the, the zipper probably hasn't changed a whole lot to, uh, over the years. It might be uh, you, you might be the new ballpoint pen to the quill pen. Uh, in, in innovation, you know, eventually they're like, hey, why would we ever use one of those old ones? And, uh, and use it in other gear like uh, duffel bags and, uh, and luggage and stuff like that too. Yeah, there, there's some, there's a lot of uh, applications that we've we've talked to people about, um, and I think there's some interesting ones that we hope to see come to fruition. You know, you think about, you know, we've talked to people in extreme sports about, you know, wetsuits with the chest zips. We've talked to people about, mm-hmm. um, you know, even things like boat covers and things like that. You know, or, or uh, you know, sleeping bags or, you know, tents or, you know, areas where, you know, it, it would be helpful to make it easier to, to, to put the two garments together or put the two pieces together to, to zip them up. So, yeah, like, I think there's a lot of interesting applications where it can go. Mountaineering parkers don't have to take your mittens off, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It, yeah, you know, it, it's interesting um, listening to uh, Brini talk about her approach with some of her people in the Fingerless Kitchen. and and you know wrapping up their hands and i know that in the early days of testing with us you know we would build and we went through hundreds of prototypes in the early days when we were trying to get this right for my uncle dave and and of course we'd build something and and we'd design it and wrap it prototype it and my mom would sew it into one of his jackets and we'd take it down and we'd watch him try to fumble with it and and figure it out and we'd learn what was good and bad about it but we also would take oven mitts and throw oven mitts on our hands and try to play with it ourselves to to learn what it was like to not be able to have the feeling and the dexterity of your fingers mm-hmm. and try to, you know, try to zip up your, your zipper on your sweatshirt or your jacket with oven mitts on. It's yeah. not exactly easy. And, um, and this is what he faced every day. And so that was where we really, you know, took some of that inspiration to say, Hey, we, we got to put ourselves in the shoes and understand his challenges firsthand so that we can try to come up with a solution that's really going to be useful for him. Well, em- empowerment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, it, it is. And, and that's a that's a big part of, you know, I think growing up, my mom is an occupational therapist and my sister is an occupational therapist. And, and you know, I think a big part of the OT world, I mean, I, was, I lived in the engineering world, but a big part of the OT world was always about how do we, you know, how do we teach people to, to do things themselves? How do you how do you help them in their evolution? Um, you know, w- when they have these uh, disabilities or they're suffering from these ailments, you know, or they're recovering from an injury. How do you teach them to become independent again, or how do you how do you help them continue to be independent as they continue in their life? And that's a big part that I think always resonated with me on the engineering side, because even though I wasn't an occupational therapist, I think I always learned, you know, how those how the occupational therapist thought, and always wanted to apply some of that to the engineering world to say, okay, well, let's design something a little bit better to make that a little bit easier. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think you know empowerment's always been an important part of our life, and and how do we, uh, you know, how do we empower my uncle Dave, and and how do we make products that that make people just feel a little bit better? You know, in the early days when we when we first developed the magnetic zipper, we had um, there was a, a young lady who uh, tested it and, and got some uh, sweatshirts with the mag zip in it, and and uh, she was born I think with one arm, and uh-huh. you know she was a young young girl and you know, couldn't, couldn't wear separating sweatshirts. And, and then she got the mag zip and the first time she used it was incredibly excited about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Fee, just that little act of being able to do up a sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, again, I, if I can do this, maybe something else I can do. Exactly. It, it, it's amazing. Nice steps in the right direction. Hey, uh, we're going to take another break and uh, we will be back on uh, brave hearts radio and uh, stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reingold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live Internet talk radio. And as always, I am grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about empowerment with Brainy Grealish and Scott Peters. Uh, Brainy is the founder of the Fingerless Kitchen. Scott is the co-founder of Ank Gear. Uh, you can uh, uh, connect with me at uh, Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. You know, coming into the third segment, I always have a little shout out to our friends at the National Day Calendar, NationalDayCalendar.com. Uh, one of the great sponsors of the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And uh, today, October 26th, is uh, Day of the Deployed. Uh, it's Financial Crime Fighter Day. It's Mincemeat Day. 
uh, a question I'll have to uh, be sure to uh, get with uh, Brini about because I I'm just still don't know really what uh, a, a, a kitchen aficionado. I'm, I'm sure we can we can solve that one. It's also Mule Day, Pumpkin Day, and Tennessee Day. Uh, so you know back back to uh, 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 Brini and Scott. Uh, Brini, uh, you use some of uh, some of Scott's uh, Anchor uh, uh, products, right? Yes, I got his sweater, and it looks like the one Scott is is wearing today. Actually, that was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I you, I have two fingers. I pretty I have two pinkies, mm -hmm. and with my hands, I can't. I can move them at the joint that attaches to my hand, mm -hmm. but otherwise, the the rest of my knuckles they don't they don't move. So when I have to do things, it's I'm used to it, but it's a struggle mm -hmm. sometimes. And zippers have always been frustrating. And I have kids, so you can imagine I have my own zippers to worry about, and then you have mm -hmm. the kids' zippers to worry about. And I get down with my teeth and just you know try to like mm -hmm. hold it steady. To you know, don't be. I hope there's not a dentist listening to this, but it was always really tough, and it mm -hmm. was frustrating. And like Scott said, you know, his what his uncle goes out with his out his zipper zipped up. I do the same thing. It's like, oh, well, upstate New York, dead of winter. Forget it. I'm walking out the door. I don't have time for this. And it frustrates me. And, it, you know, sometimes it makes you feel bad because it's mm -hmm. a simple zipper. But when I put it together, it's, it's almost like magic because you start to pull it together and it just claps, right? It just sticks yeah. right in. And I can pull it up. And I even just put my hands in the pockets and pulled it together. Mm -hmm. and, and not even holding the zipper itself, but just in the pockets and put it together and then zipped it up with one hand. And it was pretty awesome. It actually felt kind of freeing and is kind it, of like the one less thing I have to worry about. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm taking it a step further, probably going beyond what, uh, what's even in the drawing board, but, uh, with with drone technology, I could see having a drone elevate the zipper, pull it up for you, and have that activated by Siri. And so it's, Siri, zip me up. You know? well, it's only it's only a matter of time, Brian. It's we, only a we have drones yeah. dressing us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, um, and and so so the two of you are doing some work together. Yeah, no, I, I think we uh, we had recognized uh, what. Brainy was doing out there with the um, inspirational work that she's doing with the Fingerless Kitchen, and uh, I think it's amazing. I think what she's been able to do to to bring inspiration and awareness, um, you know, to people with disabilities and, and challenges, mm -hmm. and I think that's a big part of our messaging too. And so I think we saw the opportunity uh, to collaborate with Brainy and, and reached out to her, and uh, you know, shared a shared a uh, an Ankier. Uh, sweatshirt with her and and she loved it and I think it was uh, it was a really exciting opportunity uh, to see her reaction and I, I love to talk about that because I think for a lot of our a lot of customers um, especially you know those who have, have had frustrations with zippers in the past or um, frustrations with dressing in general um, I love to I love to hear them talk about their first time using it you know the first reactions and 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 or the first reactions of you know people that they show it to because that's that's I think a big exciting piece for us. Um, you know, is that first click, the first time the magnet kind of comes together itself, and then and then you can pull that, you know, pull the zipper up. Um, it just makes it makes it really easy. So yeah, we're we're excited to working with work with Brini, and and I think you know both 
driving for the same cause and, yeah. and uh, you know, just kind of trying to bring the, the awareness and, and talk about empowerment and, and really, um, you know, helping people with, with some of the little things and, and raising awareness in general. So, so um, the, um, and I, I'm thinking about, you know, I got six kids and uh, when, uh, when they were small, uh, the uh, the Velcro shoe was a was kind of a was kind of a big deal, and what I, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, not just for kids but for parents. Wow, what a what a treat not to have to constantly be tying shoes. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we same opportunity. Yeah, we get a lot of teachers that they see the zipper and they say, "Wait a second, I just had to zip up 15 kids <laughs> in my class when they went out for recess. Hang on a second, we need these." So. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of teachers, a lot of uh, a lot of parents, you know, they recognize the the value, and it's it's exciting for us. And so, you know, that's why we we offer the kids kids uh, sweatshirts, and and hopefully, you know, there'll be more products here in the near future. But you know, we're starting with sweatshirts, and and uh, just want to continue to get it out there and help help people be aware, and and um, you know, try to try to put some better products out there for people. Yeah, just get them into uh, get them into some other lines, right? Greeny. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. What is minced meat? Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it's not meat. Have you seen it in the jars <laughs> on the shelves? It's f- like fruits and nuts. Yeah, I thought so. I, it's got raisins I, in it. You know, uh, it, it just reminds me of the, the story about a, a guy who uh, he, he, he took a can of Crisco back to the grocery store. Uh, because uh, you know he got this three-pound can of Crisco, and on, on the on the on the on the can, it's got a picture of the fried chicken that is it has just you, you can't beat it frying it in Crisco. But this is that 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 hard white Crisco, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, he took it back. He said, "There's no chicken." In and uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, so you know, not not exactly what he was expecting. Uh, so we, uh, you can you can find uh, some of the gear uh, on the on the Ink Gear site, right? Yep. Yeah, you can find uh, find our gear on on our Ink Gear website, and um, you know we also are on on Pinterest and social. You, know, you can find us on social media and, and continuing to uh, expand rapidly and and get the word out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. A N K H G E A R dot com. Yep. Uh, Ank gear, and uh, you know if, if if it's if it helps, it's the uh, it's the Egyptian symbol Ank. Um, yep. I remember why I would know that. Uh, maybe it's Brendan Fraser in the Mummy. You know, they start yeah, talking that's, movie. That's, you know, but, that's uh, pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Recall there, so so um, and 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 Brini, you you have uh, you have some things going on with the Fingerless Kitchen. Well, I've I've been working on some stuff. You know, I've been working on a cookbook, mm-hmm. and I've been trying to get some ideas for um, some kitchen stuff, some kitchen utensils. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've never been an engineer, but my brain, I always have to visualize things before I can can make them happen, and. I've had some ideas for some stuff that I think Scott and I are going to need to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything, yeah. anything you can spill the beans on and, and share with us here? Or, uh, um, um, well, it, I don't know. I'm just looking at ways that we have to grip things in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I don't want things to look medical because sometimes mm-hmm. the things that people get for, Ad- adaptations 
or supports, they always kind of look a little, I don't know. I like things to look pretty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of some tools in the kitchen that will hold or help you grip or just changing the way a normal product looks that might make it, I don't know. I have some ideas, so I haven't said them yet. Yeah. But, you know, before <laughs> I, I think, you know, you, you, you nailed a couple of things there that I think are really interesting, Brini, is that I think some of the best design is the design you don't realize is, is there, right? Some of the best design are, are when you, you know, it becomes so natural and so ingrained in whatever it is that it has some added features that they're almost, you know, invisible. And that's, that's when you can get really simplistic and elegant designs. And, and to me, I, I think you're right on that. And, and that's an evolutionary process. I mean, that's that's part of um, how products evolve, how products, and even even in the development of, say, our product. You know, the first first prototypes we built were big and clunky and you know ugly and and you know looked medical. And then as the thing evolved, it became it became more elegant and more simple. And and you know to a point where you know it's it's like once you start wearing the you know the the um, the mag zips in your in your you know your clothes you don't even realize it's there. It just becomes the way you operate. And then, uh -huh. and then it becomes natural. And I think that's the most exciting part of, of design. And, and, you know, it's, it's really fun and exciting for me to hear Brianne talk about, you know, the desire to continue to innovate and, and invent, because I, I mean, I think that's an important part of, of all of our lives is, is, uh, you know, to find inspiration, to find, uh, you know, to use creativity, because that's a big part of, I think what brings excitement to me in, in, my, in my life is you know, creativity and, and invention and, you know, developing new products. And, and so I think that there's just a lot of fun aspects in that whole process of learning how to, you know, develop products and, and um, bring them to reality, you know, solving some challenges, solving some of the needs. And, and I think it, you know, everyone faces, everyone faces uh, challenges in their everyday life. Mm -hmm. and, and to come up with solutions for that is, it's a, it's a fun and exciting process. I'm right, just thinking about my own kitchen and, uh, you know, just for, for example, um, uh, I, I don't think you need to um, to have uh, myotonic dystrophy or uh, ectodermal dysplasia in order to uh, appreciate some of the some of the things that could be simplified. Uh, you know, I, I I got some some crooked fingers, and I, I asked my doctor. I said I don't recall breaking that finger. She said you have arthritis. I said I, I said, I thought only old people got arthritis. You know, everybody when they're 40 years old, they yeah. start getting some arthritis. And and it gets to the point where um, just to, to operate the, the stove, you know, it's a push it in, turn it, get the gas to come on. Uh, that The microwave is a lot simpler because it's a touchpad, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking that you know, just even, even things beyond the implements, the uh, the appliances could have uh, could have controls that uh, that are more uh, more uh, user friendly in that sense. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I think that there's, and that's where I think raising awareness of, of some of the challenges that are out there really it almost helps um, the broader uh, you know community and helps designers think differently as they're designing. You know, the person who so why does your why does your stove operate like that? It's because some you know designer engineer came up with it and said, well, this seems to work for me, but they didn't really think about everybody who had to use it in all the different use cases and take, you know, a little extra time to think about, okay, well, if we actually made it a little bit different, yeah, it might take a little bit more effort to design it, but we can make it so that you push a button or something that's very simple and, and that's worth it, you know, to add that, that feature in there. 
Um, and that's part of the, you know, I think the, the design process and the differentiation, but that's where the value of, I think what Brandy, what you're doing can help raise awareness that yeah. you know, these kitchen utensils and what we use in everyday life, you know, there's opportunity to think a little differently about how we develop them and, and what they need to look like and what they need to function like. Yeah. Well, and with a form follows function, the old uh, design, um, well, it's one of those things from design. Yeah. Remember, form follows follow function. So, yeah, if you get the function right first, then then you can you can kind of you know take the time and because you know you're, you're the engineer. Right it's, so. it's an engineering maxim, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we got uh, one more uh, one more quick break to take, and then we'll be back with some uh, some final thoughts and uh, what this means to you and um, and uh, what you can do to help. Uh, on uh, Brave Hearts Radio, uh, talking about empowerment with Brianne Grealish and Scott Peters, uh, the uh, founder of the Fingerless Kitchen, and uh, Scott, the co-founder of the uh, Stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Today, we're talking about empowerment with uh, Brini Grealish and uh, Scott Peters. Uh, Brini, the founder of the Fingerless Kitchen. And you were saying that um, you, have, uh, you, you have some video. Uh, and and you want to you want to do more video, right? Uh, the kind of, what, I, what I understand is the uh, the, uh, uh, the the adaptation that people are doing, the ability that they are showing uh, despite a disability. Does that sound about right? 
Yes, that's absolutely right. I um, Thanks, Brian, for bringing that up. Yes, I, I've done one video. I haven't posted it yet, but I really am looking to work with some people with some disabilities, get on a Zoom call, and work through a simple recipe or a technique in the kitchen and all different disabilities. I don't want to just work with hand disabilities because there are mm-hmm. people out there with vision impairment who cook. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a friend who has a vision impairment and he can fix cars, right? It, it's yeah. pretty amazing. So I really want to see what people are doing, how they're adapting, what tips they can give to other people to show them that they can do it, yeah. right? You, you you can do this and cooking's a life skill. So let's see all these amazing people who are doing it on their own and maybe we can get inspired. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, the question, what if it were possible that we're always asking is, is um, usually in response to, I can't do that. You know, yes. what, what if it were possible for you to be able to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I just can't. Well, what if it were possible? What, what if I could show you that someone else is doing that? You know, and, and that's, that's, kind of, that's, the, that's where video comes in, becomes such a powerful instrument for that kind of thing. So if someone wants to connect with you about, uh, about sharing a video, getting on a Zoom call with you, uh, can they find you through the fingerlesskitchen.com? Absolutely. They can just go onto my website and there's like a little contact form and they can fill it out and tell me they're interested and um, we can work on scheduling a time and what that looks like and just go for it no matter, you know, if it's perfect or not, because I don't run on perfection. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, the, the idea of, of, of uh, you know, it's, 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 it's not a disability. It's a different way to adapt and show ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that that that's a different perspective on it, I reckon. And um, when when we when we ask, what if it were possible? You know, what if it were possible for someone else to do this? Well, yeah, maybe somebody else. Well, if they could do it, why not you? Well, yeah. how how does that look? So, yeah. um, the the uh, dot com to uh, be in touch with uh, Brini Grealish, uh, founder of the Fingerless Kitchen, about getting that video out there about what you can do and uh, show other people what can be done and uh, really, really encourage uh, uh, listeners to, uh, to do that and pass that along to someone else that they know that, that, that might be uh, a benefit from that. And uh, Scott, uh, you know, some final thoughts here this afternoon. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, for us, I want you know, obviously thank you for the opportunity to be here, Brian and, and Brianne and, I know Brianne, we're, Brianne and I were talking about the opportunities for, for us to get in the fingerless kitchen and get some experience, and she's going to teach me how to crack eggs with two fingers. So I look forward to, look forward to that, uh, learning that new skill. Um, I think it'll be, it'll be a, a fun experience for us, and I'm sure uh, my kids would enjoy watching that too. So <laughs> I look forward to uh, gaining some new skills on that front. Um, you know, for us, I think we, we encourage people to, to check us out. Um, you know, you can find us at, at Ankier. Uh, dot com, uh, a n k h g e a r dot com, and and uh, you know right now we've got uh, the sweatshirts up there. We have some great sweatshirts, and uh, you know with the magnetic zipper with MagZip, we also offer uh, you can buy the MagZip direct and, and um, you know put them along with other zipper components, specialized poles and stuff. You know put them in other garments of yours, um, and and we have more clothes coming soon. So you know some other um, outerwear that we plan to have available here in the near future, and and. You know, we're also a, a group of innovative um, 
you know, entrepreneurs and we love to develop new products. We've done some other customized project projects for people um, with some, some challenges and some uh, needs. And, and I think we have, uh, you know, we're all about innovation and, and invention and would love to, to help people out as much as we can. But, you know, I think we believe in a world where, where we can continue to drive universal design and provide better products that, you know, just in their own little way can, can make life a little bit easier. And, uh, you know, just that one small thing of making that zipper come together uh, by itself is, uh, can hopefully brighten someone's moment that can, you know, just make the day a little bit easier. So that's a big vision of ours and, and where we want to continue to grow the Yankee brand. Well, and, and, you know, just that, that empowerment uh, concept of, uh, uh, I can do this, maybe I can do something else. Uh, well, you know, that, that just... It does. It all starts with a tiny little seed. Yeah. And once you have the seed, you know, that seed of empowerment, that's, that's, you, you can build on that. Yeah. If you just keep the momentum going, it just, it'll brighten your day. Yeah. We, 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 we love to see that. You know, the seed metaphor is a great one because it's, it's like, uh, you know, if you're, if you're a seed, you, you, you've been pushed down into the dirt and, uh, you know, and, and at some point you, you pop up and, uh, and it's, uh, I think there's somebody that uh, it tells the the story of a tomato plant. You know, a tiny tomato seed. You wouldn't even recognize that it was that it was a, going to become a tomato unless you knew it was a tomato seed. You know, and and you put that in the ground and it it, it pops up and and uh, and uh, you know when it pops up it doesn't look like a tomato plant. It doesn't have any tomatoes on it. But uh, you, you you look at that and, and you you get excited about it. Man, here it comes. And uh, I, I I love that story because it's it's uh, it's the idea that uh, you, you start something and you build it and um, and you, you nurture it and water. And I see that both of you are doing that with your projects and and really making something happen. Really making it happen. Uh, I salute you. You're uh, you, you really are uh, brave hearts. You know, the courage to be of service to others. So thanks for thanks for being with me today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you very much, Brian. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, thanks, Green. Uh, thanks for being with us this week on Brave Hearts Radio. We've been uh, talking with uh, Brian Grealish and Scott Peters. Uh, remember to check out the BraveHeartsForKids.org and please consider donating now. Uh, if you are interested in the, in our uh, video uh, mission building workshops and retreats, email me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Uh, and please plan to join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 3 Central, and you can work out your own time zone. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about uh, radical mindfulness with uh, Daniel Gutierrez. Uh, Daniel's been on the show before, you know, the, from the Catalina Retreat near Machu Picchu in uh, the Sacred Valley of the Incas. Uh, Daniel's the New York Times bestselling author of Radical Mindfulness. Um Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 